the eye of the tiger. Oh, hello everybody. Welcome to the Disregulated Podcast. I'm Elliot Waters and I am trying to psych myself up because it is almost D-Day, D-Day Part B. The thesis is almost due and almost ready for submission. Oh, I'm sure you're so sick of hearing me talk about it and I'm sick of doing it. So we are almost there. Thank goodness. Okay, so today's episode is My Journal 2. So the first episode of My Journal seemed to be quite popular, which is good. So I'm going to go back into my journal and find some more heart-wrenching stories and accounts of my battles with mental illness and not just mental illness in a sort of a scientific conceptual way, but just what it's like living day to day with these things. So we're going to get into that shortly. But before we do, if you're enjoying the podcast, please like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. That would be awesome. And if you want to contact me, you can do so on Instagram at elliot.t.waters. All right. So before we get into a bit of housekeeping, I have had a medication change. Yes. Now, I'm going to do an episode soon on the variety of medications I'm on and, and what they're supposedly doing. One of those medications was Lexapro, which is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, an SSRI. And for me, I have been on Lexapro before when I was younger and when I was in my late teens, and it did just about nothing. And then I was put on it again about 12 months ago. And well, the last 12 months has been horrendous. I've been in this depressive episode that just won't lift. So my inkling is Lexapro just does not cut it for me. It just cannot do the job. So I have done a lot of research and I came up with a medication I wanted to try. And I said to my psychiatrist, look, I'm not a doctor, but nobody has as much vested interest in my well-being as me. And as a result, I want to get the best outcomes for me that I can. And the way that I think I can help myself do that is by researching what the hell's going on and what might work for me. And I came up with this medication prescribed often in the US, but not much in Australia, which is bupropion or Wellbutrin. So it's a bit different. It's not an SSRI. It's not even an SNRI, which I've been on before, venlafaxine, there's venlafaxine. Anyway, it is an NDRI. So that is a norepinephrine dopamine reuptake inhibitor. So it's working on two, two chemical, neurochemical pathways. The real interesting part, though, is that dopamine reuptake inhibitor component. So ADHD is seen as a disorder where there's lower levels of dopamine. So that's why when you should clean your room, you don't feel a little jab of reward saying, hey, this might suck, but you're doing a good thing. Keep going. With people with ADHD, we don't get that. That's why our attention jumps around because we're trying to latch on to something that fires up our dopamine system so we can stay focused on it. And the problem is we can't find anything that triggers it and therefore we keep oscillating from one thing to another. So anyway, so I thought, well, dopamine is pretty key here, I think, because dopamine is also very much implicated with depression and all that sort of stuff. And norepinephrine, which is also related to noradrenaline and adrenaline, is very important if you present with depression, for example. 
and your movements have slowed. Everything has slowed down. You know, so I describe it to people when I'm like that, which I have been recently. You know, you just need a rocket under you. Well, norepinephrine is that rocket. Further as well, norepinephrine is implicated in anhedonia, which I think I've mentioned before. That is the loss of interest in things that you used to find pleasurable. So you just don't give two shits about the things that you used to really care about. And that's a big problem for me because I'm a I'm a really passionate, enthusiastic person. And if I lose that, well, that's a big part of my identity that's sort of gone and, and sort of my, you know, my niche in the world that makes me who I am. So norepinephrine. So there you go. Those are the two neurochemical pathways that Wellbutrin is hitting. The only problem is, though, of course, in Australia, it's marketed under the name Zyban, and it's used most frequently in stopping nicotine addiction um, because it, uh, it, I can't remember, but there are whatever the where nicotine in the brain attaches to in the neurochemical world, Zyban also goes there as well. So anyway, that was a terrible explanation. It, it hits the same spots nicotine does. So what it does, it blocks the nicotine from being absorbed and it makes you feel like, you know, you've had a couple of vapes when you actually haven't. So it stops the cravings. So it's on the PBS in Australia for smoking, but it's not on the PBS in Australia for mental health concerns, which is a real shame because this box of Wellbutrin, Zyban, Bupropion, whatever you want to call it, which I'm looking at right now, $190, $190. To put into context, these are in Australian dollars, of course, for the international listeners, I can get dexamphetamine for $12, 100 pills, 90 pills of Zyban, $190. So there you go. So the PBS is a great thing. I just really wish Zyban Wellbutrin was on there as well. Anyway, so this is day two of being on it, and I've got to say, it is making me feel good. It is doing a job, definitely. This is what I would expect antidepressants should be like. I've, I've never really had much success with antidepressants. That'll be another episode. But this has been a very quick change, and it's coming at a good time as I'm trying to finish this thesis, that's for sure. But yeah, so Wellbutrin, I really hope these effects continue. I've actually, for the first time in uh, at least 12 months, I've actually questioned myself, am I going hypermanic? Now, the answer to that, I think, is no, and there's some ways that I sort of judge if that's happening. The biggest one for me is the speed of my cognitions, how quick I'm thinking and going through different ideas. That has increased a little bit, but I'm thinking it's going back to normal levels, and it's just been so long since I've been there. So, but yes, Zyban is doing a job and it's good with this thesis nearing the end. I've finally got that rocket up under me that I needed and hopefully that will propel me to the finish line. And when I do finish, I'll tell you what, the episode is going to be off the chain. Get keen for that one. D-Day Part B. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Anyway, okay, let's get into the journal. Now, I just lost my page. And I'll just drop something. Okay, I found it. All right. We're very professional here at the Dysregulated Podcast. Okay, so this these two entries are back-to-back, although they weren't written um, on back-to-back days. They were about a week apart between both. 
but it's quite the contrast to them. So it's I, th- I think it's very telling. These journal entries, when I read them, are really borderline personality disorder. They're, this, yeah, very much overtones a borderline personality disorder. That's what I get when I read back. I haven't read these until about five minutes ago, the first time in probably a year and a half. So it's good to go back down memory lane. I enjoy doing these episodes, but here we go. First one, it's a short one. Missed a few days. Yes, still do. After some of the worst days I've had, I did my Black Dog Institute presentation. Yes, for those that know DBT, better opposite action. Bam, things were good again. Met a girl for a date, went out that night and ended up at the beach. Romantic. Now, I must say, I do remember this and it wasn't that romantic. But anyway, we progress. Life is funny. So how long will this will this mood last for? Who knows? Is this hypermania? <laughs> oh, Elliot. No, that was not hypermania. That was just feeling good for a, for the first time in yonks. And I think we're feeling it again now. About time. Okay. This is about a week later, the next entry. Our one-year anniversary that never was. Keith Urban featuring Eric Church, We Were, has been the soundtrack for today. Great song, and I do love country music. Three chords and the truth. It's what it's all about. I've been solid. Good, Elliot, good. A few moments of potential feelings of being overwhelmed but have got through it. Big day at work helped. Okay, I'll just stop that there quickly because I just want to highlight that. I think it's very personal, but for me, work is really important when it comes to just getting that distance from these sort of thoughts and memories. It's It, it sort of forces you to be mindful, I suppose. It is an ex, a, a form of mindfulness, I guess. And, it, yeah, as I said, for me personally, it is a good way to distance myself from those thoughts and those memories that are plaguing me and trying to drag me down. So, But anyway, I'd be interested to hear if you guys find work helpful or a hindrance so, of course, get in contact if you would like. Anyway, moving on. Um, drove to the beach, love the beach, and did a quick prayer, which I don't do very often at all. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Hoping she's doing okay and to send her strength. Also prayed for us to come back together. That's not going to happen. But if we don't, that the wisdom gained will be worthy of the legacy we built. And can I say this, the wisdom was worth it, big time. Such an incredibly sad situation. My heart aches and longs to be with her again in our loving embrace, but alas, that's the wonder of life. Mm. It was a beautiful sunset today that struck me in awe, reminded me of the little honey's beauty. I have no idea feeling or inkling for what the future holds, but I hope we both can find happiness one way or another. The memory of what we shared will live on within me forever. Oh, jeez, that is too deep. But it's all very genuine and very heartfelt, that second one in particular. So the first thing I sort of want to say about those two entries 
is that, again, very borderline. <laughs> um, and, and, and obviously that element of bipolar, at least questioning whether bipolar was starting to come in over the top as well. Um, but it's true. Like I'm, you know, I'm a very deep thinker and, and these sorts of questions for me do are the questions that I tend to ask myself a lot. And that particular relationship I'm referring to, I will refer to more down the track because that is where so much wisdom has been gained, so much pain, so many regrets. But at the same time, I would not be the person I am now without going through that. Um, So I will be revisiting that for sure. But it's amazing. It's just, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just amazed that, you know, like I haven't read those in, I think I said 18 months or something. And and straight away, as soon as I read it, I, I can picture myself back in those two scenarios. And I remember that first one that I was about when I went to the beach with this lovely girl, who she was. Um, but of course, I was in no state, obviously, as you can tell by the second entry, to be thinking about anything anything serious with anyone because my head just wasn't there as much as I wanted it to be. Um, yeah, there, there's just so much <laughs> like feeling happy and questioning whether it's hypermania, like, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Looking back now, it's I, I know that that wasn't hypermania. It was literally just having a good time and, but, you know, just questioning is a good time allowed or is this some sort of, exasperation of the the mental illnesses I have. Like that's yeah, I don't know. It's just sad. And the second one is is quite well, obviously it's, you know, there's a lot of emotion in it. And um yeah, and reading that once again, I for those who are from Newcastle or know Newcastle well, I remember when that prayer and all that stuff was going on, I was at Newcastle Beach walking on the sand when all that was happening. And looking at the sky and and looking for some sort of direction, answer, just some hope to hold on to. It was, I remember I was out very late that night, which, you know, being up late makes these things worse. But anyway, um, but yeah, I remember walking on the beach, sort of doing up and down along Newcastle Beach there and, and just, yeah, looking at the sky and it's, it's not... I know I said I prayed in there, but I remember I wasn't necessarily looking for God or the gods or anything like that. It was just I was looking up at something that is greater than me and greater than my problems and just looking for some sort of guidance, something that I can grab hold of and and get some hope for the future. Because if I had to describe that period of time, what it was like, it, it was or it felt hopeless. I had you know, there's this idea of locus or locus of control in psychology, which is some people believe they have control over their own destiny or, or their future or where they're headed. And then there's other people that believe that external forces is really what's dictating terms and you're just going along with the current. Now, you could probably guess which one of those two scenarios is the one linked with mental illness. Of course, it is when you do not have control over your future and that leads to this idea of hopelessness. And I remember also walking on that beach, thinking of the locus of control, thinking I do not have 
any control over where I'm going. I have no idea where this is going to end up. I'm totally lost. And yeah, I think I think a lot of that is is seen in the journal entry. And for me, reading it out, I, I am transported back there instantly. And that was a very difficult time because like at the moment it's pretty hard. Um and, and in some ways, right now, this depressive episode has been the worst so far. Um, but back then was difficult because I didn't even know what borderline personality was. I was studying psychology, had no idea, barely knew much about bipolar disorder, ADHD I was certain I didn't have, and all of these things were, I, I couldn't see it, but they were coming. The storm clouds were building, but through those storm clouds, the necessary storm clouds, the rainbow was behind. We just had to get to that point. So anyway... That is my journal too. I've rambled a little bit. This episode is proudly sponsored by Wellbutrin, Zyban. It's not on the PBS, but it's doing some good things for me. Although I must say, just because antidepressant works for me doesn't mean it'll work for you. Okay. I need to make that disclaimer. But anyway, thank you to Zyban for giving me the energy to do today's episode. All right. So the next episode will probably be when I've finished the uh, the thesis, which is going to be such a relief. And then after that, I'm hoping the episode following that will be the first of the interviews series, the series of interviews I'm going to do. I'm going to get some guests on the show and we're going to go through all the different ways that mental illness can personify and manifest itself within people because that's the thing. My insights you know, I can wear a lot of different hats when it comes to mental illness. I've got a lot of labels, a lot of experience with different therapies, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, I can't cover everything. And someone who has ADHD, this is a bit of a spoiler, someone else who has ADHD, it may manifest itself differently in them than it does for me. And it's very important that we acknowledge that and explore it across all the mental illnesses and then, of course, there's some scenarios too, which I have absolutely no insight on because I just have not experienced that. And I can't wait to get some people on the show, hear their stories, and just learn from them. That's that's what listening to these sorts of things are all about. This is, again, it goes back to that wisdom, you know, and if you can get wisdom from other people without having to make mistakes yourself, well, you know, that's pretty cool. So anyway... Exciting stuff coming. Thank you for listening as always. I'm still a bit shocked that people do listen, but I do appreciate it. I think I've rambled on a little bit this one, but hopefully it's it's been a little bit entertaining. We covered some some pretty deep stuff there for me anyway. So, but that was good. So soon the journal three is coming. Plenty more entries where they came from. Exciting stuff. All right. Thank you very much. Like, subscribe, share, follow me on Instagram at Elliot.tl orders, and I'll see you next time.